And we're delighted to be back with another podcast delivered to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie. And we have Deirdre on today's podcast. And really excited to talk to Deirdre because Deirdre um, is from D Strings. Now, Deirdre, you're going to have to explain to us exactly what you do, but I've had a listen and it sounds lovely. So how are you? Hello, how are you? Great. So can you tell us a little bit about D Strings? Now, I think... We, we can get the idea when we see D strings, what we're going to talk about. We're talking about cellos, we're talking about violins. That's where we're going, right? Exactly, that's it, yeah. So, can you just tell me the lineup of D strings and what's the best part of the wedding day where someone would hire you? Obviously, you would do corporate stuff as well. So, just, just tell us a little bit about the history when you started out. <laughs> okay, well, we started over 15 years ago um, as teenagers um, busking on Grafton Street oh. and we got a lot of inquiries about oh would you play at weddings and things and that's I suppose where it all started from just being asked there and we like realised that there was a demand for us so we slowly but surely got into the wedding industry and then over the last 15 years or so we've just really built up all the different aspects of the business and so when you so go I back when you go back to busking then, that's really interesting. Yeah. I never would have imagined something like this on Grafton Street. So you must have been, you must have caught a lot of people's attention for sure. Yeah, so like we were all classically trained musicians and I suppose our teenage years just started, you know, wanting to make a few bob out of it. So um, yeah, we used to set up outside Weir's Jewelers there in the corner between us, Brian Thomas. Yeah. And I think probably the thing was that we were highly trained classically and it was probably for people walking up and down they couldn't believe that people this young were kind of playing these pieces I mean we were probably 14 maybe um, at the time and I suppose then when we got asked to play at weddings it wasn't even what we were trying to do on promoting it it just kind of built up our you know comfort zone we started building up a little bit of a a bit of nervousness and um, it just all escalated from there so at that time, it was um, myself and my two cousins just, and it was like a string trio of just two violins and cello. And then over time, I suppose the the thing that you hear about is the string quartet. That seems to be the classic kind of wedding music for a ceremony anyway. So we obviously just developed that as well, that we had the option of the string quartet. Um, and then I suppose it, it kind of meant that people had an option and they give different you know different just there was there were two different things there that you could choose yeah and i love the idea that where it's kind of the family is involved and the fact that it's 15 years old it's always great to hear stories from wedding suppliers in that sense that there's a real experience behind what you do um yeah and and there's a story i, I just love the story i never like i i, I know you and i never i never known that that's yeah. where you kind of kicked off when you were 14 on grafton street and such a, an iconic location as well especially where wears jewelry i wonder where you're kind of thinking ahead if someone's going in to buy engagement rings <laughs> and here we are oh, you God, know? <laughs> yeah. if you were to oh, think no, like i yeah. remember we used to like one of our parents would have to sit upstairs in mcdonald's across the way to watch us because you're i was thinking even younger than us i'm not sure but yeah. Um, yeah, and getting a crate from one of the local bars with a chalice to sit on, that kind of thing. But um, yeah. yeah, I suppose just the fact that it grew organically um, and it's going so long, it's just that is really reflected then in what we do. It's so testament. at the moment, we probably would have about 12 musicians. Um, I mean, my own violin teacher at the time is now one of our musicians and we just keep it on rotation. So it means that if we're taking bookings, you know yourself, if you're taking bookings and it might be two or three years ahead, we don't have to worry about, oh, somebody might be away on maternity leave or, you know, these kind of things that with the same musicians constantly in rotation. So 
Everybody yeah. knows the repertoire. But, you know, you're never going to be calling a sub in last minute or any of that kind of thing. Well, as you said, that, that's a very important point you made because when you book these strings, you're classically trained. And I would imagine that it wouldn't be just as easy to pick up the phone at one last minute to get somebody to do this style of music, would it? Or would it be you'd have a good network of people that would be able to step in, um, I suppose, when you... Um, yeah, well, I find there's lots of classically trained musicians and um, there's lots of musicians out there, but... I think for us, what happened was in those teenage years, like we were still competing, say, in, in the classical industry or whatever. But like I know myself, I was just obsessed with pop music at the time and, you know, these kind of interests. So, like, if you look at the like we send out, like, just over 500 pieces there that our clients would get, like, to have them choose. But there's such a, a range of genres there. And I think that's probably the problem that if you just go to take in a sub to play at a wedding, you might have no experience, say, with traditional music and you might have no experience with pop music and they're reading it very rigidly, like, you know, to the beat, which would be what you'd be trained to do. Yes, of course. And there's so, always um, that difference, isn't there, between being classically trained, having an ear, and then be having that creative element of getting, exactly. getting modern songs. And maybe we can talk about your set because it's, it's something that I, I, like, I'm looking at it here and uh, looking at your website and it's... It's really interesting. The part of the wedding day, I, I'd say you're able to fill a few different uh, slots. I'd imagine ceremony, yeah. pre-dinner drinks. So could you talk to us about, um, you know, so there could be four or five years. So where, where does, what's, what's the biggest amount of musicians that somebody would want or what's the standard? Um, I would find the, well, it depends on the part of the day usually, but the trio and quartet would usually be the most, popular for say the ceremony and the drinks reception but then um, we sometimes people would use it as background music for the meal but in recent years now we've introduced like an electric violin duet which would be very popular for during the meal it's quite lively and the violins have wireless mics that they can move around the tables and that kind of thing so um, generally for the ceremony would be the trio and quartet and then sometimes we've added singers with that Um but then, yeah, as, as the evening goes on, it's kind of, you know, yourself, things are getting noisier. So either you go for the electric amplification or kind of the quartet that would be used during dinner. Look. And that's kind of interesting. So, like, I'd imagine if someone contacted you, it might be for the ceremony or pre-dinner, but you could upsell, if that's the right word, you could probably upsell that you have that. Because I've seen that electric... Um, violin at weddings and it's really good yeah. you're having your dinner yeah. you know you come in with the violin and everyone's up dancing and having the fun um, exactly. so, so you can kind of offer that service so the ceremony pre-dinner drinks and then obviously talking to you, you, you your love for pop music and stuff like that has been influential in what these strings have become where you're just not doing your maybe is Ava Maria a right word or, or your classical pieces that you're coming in and you're saying, listen, you know, if you've got a song you like, we'll put it into a, we'll put it, we'll play it for exactly, you. Exactly, yeah. Okay. And I think that's it like that. A lot of our musicians kind of are, you know, they're musically qualified or whatever. Um, like say we've, like a college, I would have studied like composition and things. So I like have, you know, I, I remember like one bride asking, it was the tune out of Circle of Friends. She wanted impossible to get cheap music of anywhere. But like it meant sitting in front of the film and writing down what you could hear, things like that. So from requests, I mean, that's how we built up our repertoire, really. 
Like we'd um, remember another wedding we had in Cork and they wanted like Metallica and Iron Maiden and things, which we'd never performed. <laughs> Iron Maiden. It was really I interesting to be able to write them for strings, you know. Yeah. I'd love to hear the piece of Iron Maiden. I'd say even a lot of our listeners are going, Iron Maiden, I've never heard of them. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, well, that's, I, I was a fan. <laughs> and, and it sounds brilliant. Like it's so, you know, it just sounds so unique when you hear it on strings. But I think that's probably a lot of, well, that's kind of one of us, like our UFC is such like that. Yeah. If we're covering a lot of the music at somebody's day, it can still sound so different. You might have like a really classic kind of ceremony if it was classical music or like love songs out of films or whatever it is. And then you can move into something so different, like with electrics and Guns N' Roses, you know, for your afternoon. So it doesn't, you're getting yeah. the discounted package, I suppose, of using, you know, the benefits of using one company, but at the same time, then you're getting diverse music look. Yeah, and we always hear from couples planning within the app and the site saying, looking for something different, you know, for the pre-dinner. Because, look, your pre-dinner drinks sometimes could be just a pianist, but sometimes people yeah. want something a little bit more exciting, but they don't know exactly what they want. Would you ever see you guys doing pre-dinner music where you have people, like, you know, dancing and having fun? Would, would that be... Because I think that's a real great part to warm people up for the dinner as well, you know, like, if you had something like that. Would you would you be kind of... Would it be very laid back uh, for the pre-dinner, or it's, can you really push it out? That's usually something that I would ask the couple but it, it's to be honest it always comes from the crowd in the day like sometimes like you'll find weddings where people are coming up to you after every single song like asking or questioning this like you know and then other times people are just sitting quietly and I think you know that like it's probably the same with the band yeah. you know how to judge the crowd yeah, you yeah. know what's going down well and that's that kind of is what the, your set list or your playlist is going to be. Yeah, and that's very accurate. You have to sometimes, you know, when you ask a wedding couple, what the, they might give you a set list saying, "I don't want X, Y, and Z," but sometimes then you, if you go against it and play that song, it, it makes the day, you know, or it makes the night. Yeah. So can I just touch off COVID nineteen? I mean, look, we're we're coming through it by the looks of it, and I always stamp our podcasts with a date. And um, today's date is is it the thirteenth or the fourth? Is it the twelfth? <laughs> it's the twelfth of June. It's is the 12th, it? Yeah. <laughs> I should know that way, and it's. Friday, I know it's Friday, but we do get lost in the whirlwind of dates and oh, days. It's crazy. But like for us as suppliers, you know, the the carpet's been just swept from underneath our feet. Um, because a lot of people don't realise that a lot of wedding professionals are full time. And uh, thirteenth of March, shut down. But and we've yeah, all been yeah. trying to find our way and understand when we're gonna get back. But there's a real, real sense of confidence today, the twelfth of June. It's looking good. Um and we're all excited as suppliers about getting back. But obviously, we're going to have to adjust and adapt. So can you tell me what way you've looked at your business in the sense of couples, what they might be looking for? Obviously, the word small weddings might be temporarily. So can you adjust uh, as you go? You know, one person, two people, three musicians, four. How does that work for you? Yeah, exactly. Like, we have such a range. that one of the first things when people inquire, I usually send them back on all the different options that we have and the different options for the different parts of your day but there are the options there for having smaller ensembles and such but I think like, what well, works really well for us and I suppose all of the ceremony musicians you don't really need to be sitting too close to anybody else after ceremony and certainly our last wedding was the Saturday before lockdown I think it was before 13th maybe of March and it was in a church and we you know you can usually position yourself as a gallery you're sitting up up you know away from yeah. from um everybody else that kind of thing 
Um, but yeah, we have different ensembles and then we have a really good sound system. So, I mean, if it's a case of that it's a very small room, you could realistically, you could sit outside the doorway and make sure that the sound is still involved, whether it's using amplification or not, you know. Yeah, I but, mean, um, it probably it's not something that we're overly concerned about because we never would be sitting too close to people anyway. Yeah, and you're right. And I don't think it's going to be a huge challenge for that time of night. I think the biggest challenge they're talking about at the moment is the late night session with the ties in the head and, you know, like the dancing. Yeah. But even at that, it's looking like now they might move to one metre rule. And look, my oh, own, yeah. going yeah. off subject, my yeah. own personal opinion on it is when you do see a full dance floor, even with a full dance floor, people are generally a metre apart. Uh, I suppose it's the yeah, physical yeah. contact and stuff. But look, we wait, we'll wait it out and, and see how we go. So look, do you guys... Yeah, well, like... Go ahead. For us, I think our main, the main problem as such with COVID like, would be the likes of the lateral violence where we're moving a night between the tables. But even with that, when people are booking like a full meal package, we usually start off and fill the atmosphere as it goes. So it starts off with us usually sitting at the side saying kind of cold play, dial, easy listening things, and then we build up. So, I mean, there's always options around those things, you know, or where you position yourself in the room. You're going to read the room at the time and see where it's appropriate to move to, you know. So I think... It's just going to take a bit of professional judgment. Well, look, nothing sounds better than a string quartet. There's no doubt about it. It's just, it's such an amazing, emotional, it's like, you know, weddings and string instruments go really well together. Um, That's factual. What about, um, do you do, is singing a part of it or is it just all instrumental? Um, No, so, well, these strings essentially is instrumental, but we work with a lot of singers. And then we would also have an awful lot of singers who would come to us that need backing like you know, it's very few singers that are ever going to sing solo without some sort of backing behind them yeah. so usually what we would do if couples approach us and they want a singer as well we would generally just kind of get an idea for the styling music they want whether it's kind of the popular songs or the classical songs and that kind of guides you towards the right singer for them whether it's somebody with like kind of a operatic voice or somebody's suited better to the kind of popular music and then whether they want a male or female vocalist Brilliant. So we would just kind of generally advise them then on a couple of singers that may be best suited to kind of what they need. Yeah. But I mean, with most, say, for instance, ceremonies or um, church weddings, there are parts there that will really only suit instrumental. So, I mean, we would usually play, say, for about 15 minutes before um, the ceremony begins, just background music because everyone's coming in seated in that. And then like, if you think of areas of the mass, for instance, and it happens in a lot of ceremonies as well, say like lighting candles. If yeah. a couple is going up to light a candle, it might be 15 seconds. It's not really, it's not really a good idea to have somebody singing. They might kind of line out and then, you know, it's time to cut it short. So yeah. there's areas like that where instrumental music is always going to fit in better, even if you have a singer book. Yeah, that's true. In fairness, a lot of the ceremonies, there's only moments, isn't there? You, you often hear from ceremony, even singers, they'll say, look, you're probably better off doing an instrumental part for that section because yeah. the vocal wouldn't wouldn't carry through. Uh, well, look, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. So uh, your wedding website then, it's weddingmusicsite.ie and then you can find these strings there and obviously you're on Instagram and Facebook. And look, we're seeing a huge lift in couples getting back planning as well so for any listeners there just go google these strings have a listen to their videos Deirdre been lovely chatting to you oh, one last question do you travel nationwide that's 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 an important we one. do yeah so Great. as go I said on. like we have kind of musicians in rotation and they are located in different places which 
makes it yeah. much easier for us. Of course, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. Deirdre, well, listen, you enjoy your weekend. Absolutely lovely chatting to you. That is Deirdre you from You too. Deirdre's. Thanks so much, Carl. Thanks, Deirdre. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.